Hello, Tom Myers here. If you're like me and you've got a lot to say, a lot of stories to share, a lot of opinions to give, then listen up. I'm going to talk about something that's going to take your passion for podcasts to the next level. I'm talking about the 7 Million Bikes podcast course. This is the podcasting course you need. Imagine having the skills, the knowledge, and the confidence to create, produce, and grow a successful podcast. And you're not doing it alone. I'm talking about Neil Mackay, the podcast guy, founder of 7 Million Bikes Podcasts. He knows what it takes to turn your passion into a podcast that stands out. He's going to guide you through everything from podcast ideas that resonate to nailing that audio production and even editing your episodes like a pro. With 23 tutorials and over three hours of video content, this course is packed with practical tips, real-world examples, and everything you need to know to get started. Just $97 for a wealth of knowledge that'll set you up for podcasting success it's a no-brainer think about it less than a hundred bucks to unleash your creativity share your story and potentially even turn your passion into a profitable business people like ian payton who's taken the course launched their own podcast and already in the top 10 percent of podcasts worldwide and you could be next the seven million bikes podcast course is your ticket to podcasting greatness. Go to the link in my show notes right now and let's make your podcasting dream a reality. Hi, I'm A.A. Ron, the owner and producer of Oddly Funny Productions. That's A-W-D-L-Y Funny Productions. Bombing Run, the original comedy combat game show. It's an hour's worth of comedians clashing with their jokes. And soon to be released, Orbs Wacky World, a talk show with a twist. It will be a mix of comedy, unusual questions and music with orb as the host oddly funny productions we might be odd but we bring the funny to you that's a-w-d-l-y funny productions hey everyone it's me again if you're tired of listening to this show with all these ads in the way go ahead and subscribe to my patreon in addition to listening to this show without the ads you also get extended versions of these episodes and bonus clips as well doesn't cost that much you can get plans for as low as one dollar a month you can show the love and your support just go to patreon.com slash tom myers spelled m-y-e-r-s and subscribe and listen and enjoy today again that's patreon.com slash Tom Myers. Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Tom Myers versus the rest of the world. It's the first podcast episode of 2023. Uh, the year started off with the final regular season game uh, between the Bengals and the Bills canceled when a player lost consciousness and collapsed on the field. The player, Bill's safety, DeMar Hamlin, is okay. And to make it even better, uh, Monday Night Football had the best season-ending cliffhanger ever. <laughs> Uh, some conservative pundits were saying that DeMar Hamlin's collapse on the field was due to a reaction to the COVID vaccine. The people who say those kind of things are the people I actually want to see collapse on live TV. <laughs> a Chinese spy balloon. <laughs> a Chinese spy balloon flew over the U.S. and Biden went ahead and ordered it to be shot down when it was safe to do so. That would have happened very differently with Trump who would have hallucinated Pennywise appearing out of nowhere saying, hey, Donnie, you want another term as president? 
<laughs> a, Houston man, a Houston man was not charged after he threw a can of White Claw at Senator Ted Cruz during the Houston Astros World Series parade. The judge ruled that it's not considered littering if you're throwing something at an already established pile of shit. <laughs> Elton John's half-brother brought a three-pronged trident to court for a case in which he was a defendant. He was denied admission on the grounds that it wasn't the U.S. Capitol he was visiting. Following the inauguration of their new president, Brazilian supporters of their former president, Jair Bolsonaro, stormed government buildings in protest. However, unlike January 6th, no one was in these buildings when they stormed them. Figures. Another cheap knockoff of an American concept. <laughs> Buzz Aldrin got married again. He's 93 and his new wife is 63. And much like the moon, he's not the first person to leave something of his on her. <laughs> A woman in Maryland was sentenced to four years in prison because she shot her husband over abuse allegations and the shooting happened at a daycare. She was sentenced to prison at the request of the daycare who noted that the woman didn't say please or thank you when she shot her husband. The Simply Juice <laughs> Company is facing <laughs> The Simply Juice Company is facing a lawsuit because of alleged toxins in their products. Go figure. 30 years on and something called OJ is still being accused of killing people. <laughs> people are starting to boycott Klondike bars because some of their pre-March 2022 labels say they're made in Russia. They're no longer made in Russia, but that alone should bring us back those commercials. What would I do for a Klondike bar? Well, I wouldn't invade a sovereign nation or commit genocide. <laughs> and on that note on with the show please join me in welcoming abby Mello, ward morrow devine kerr and joshua postel hey. what's up everybody everybody welcome back to our uh to our spring session as it were how's everyone doing this week it's spring already it's, we're oh, getting it feels there. like it it feels like it well in maryland it's been unseasonably warm like it, it feels like like half the state left something on. Like I'm afraid to go outside because like the whole state just might explode. <laughs> We're gonna light snow on the very next day. <laughs> Look at us talking about the weather. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can all, well, you could be outraged at Buddhist monks like I did earlier because I saw them on Facebook and their description said. Video creator. You know there's something wrong when a Buddhist monk calls himself a video creator. I mean, next thing he'll do is mukbang videos and stuffing his face with food. Like, what the heck, you know? There's supposed to be fasting. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I'm just really angry, but I'm not allowed to say nothing because you're supposed to go there and meditate and ignore whatever they do. Well, I, like, I just like the monks that make beer. Yeah, they the very relatable content for white people. Sorry. <laughs> the House of Representatives went through 15 rounds of voting before Kevin McCarthy was elected Speaker of the House. The voting broke records set before the Civil War, which just proves that when conservatives say they want to make this country great, they mean they want to take it back to the days when women were second-class citizens and slavery was legal. I knew it was going to be bad when the number of votes exceeded the number of cycles my clothes need when my dryer is on the fritz. 
There were so many votes for Speaker of the House that they needed a total of three CVS receipts to record all the vote totals. With the various votes for Speaker candidates, the Republicans are putting themselves out as the big tent party, except now that tent is on fire. The most sought after Republican member of Congress may be Ronnie Jackson of Texas, who, as the former White House physician, has the position most House Republicans view as envious as someone who has seen Donald Trump naked. (laughs) So did we all catch this uh, marathon of House Speaker votes? I mean, wasn't that wasn't that exciting? Wasn't that uh, democracy in action? Wasn't that isn't that what the the great American public voted for? I I think downing an entire bottle of Ipecac and (laughs) just waiting for it to kick in. Would be better than than that. I mean, they are they've become this just dumpster fire of oppression Olympics. Don't make fun of Jesus. And how fucked up can Margie Green be? And and Speaker McCarthy, considering that's what we're supposed to be talking about, at this point, he is just the epitome of super corrupt Gotham City style horrid politician. Because he will do anything for power. You know, I, I think about what some of my left-wing friends do at protests. We're like, this is what democracy looks like. I, I feel like Putin is doing that with this, you know. And you, you see the Republicans all acting crazy. I don't know. I, I feel like Kevin McCarthy, though, will go down in history. I don't know whether he'll go down as the patron saint of losers or whether he's going to go down as a Jeopardy question. Like, who lost the most times for speaker? Kevin McCarthy! <laughs> I mean, I just don't, as someone who just turned 40, I don't trust someone older than me who has hair that good. It can't, it can't be that natural. I'm sorry. It's just, um, I'm, I'm shaming someone older than me, but you know, with my increasing age, I'm not going to get a chance to do that that often. So I'm going to keep at it. Actually, Tom, it's okay. Cause now that you're 40, you are in that same protected class. So you can make fun of boomers all you want now. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin McCarthy said the speaker votes show that Republicans know how to govern. That's like the captain of the Titanic running into the iceberg and claiming that he now knows how to steer the ship. McCarthy sounds (laughs) like he has his nuts cut off so he can have them reattached and have them cut off again on a regular basis. In this clip, Kevin McCarthy addresses reporters in a press gaggle following one of the failed speaker votes. Go right here. <laughs> Leader, are you going to stay in the race, Leader McCarthy? You're not yes, I'm okay. not going anywhere. Are you sick? No, I just went. Uh, can, I, can I trade places with you? Uh, we, we did have an intense conference, and it's intense for a purpose. We have worked for a long time. I've been leader for four years. I came into this position, and we had less than 200 members. We are now sitting in the majority. We put forth to the American public a commitment to America. There's times we're going to have to argue with our own members if they're looking at for only positions for themselves, not for the country. For the last two months, we worked together as a whole conference to develop rules that empower all members. But we're not empowering certain members over others. Last night, I was presented the only way to have 218 votes if I provided certain members with certain positions, certain gavels to take over the church committee, to have certain budgets. And they even came to the position where one, Matt Gates said, I don't care if we go to plurality and we elect Hakeem Jeffries and it hurts the new frontline members not to get reelected. Well, that's not about America. And I will always fight to put the American people first, not a few individuals that want something 
for themselves. So we may have a battle on the floor, but the battle is for the conference and the country, and that's fine with me. I, I have the record for the longest speech ever on the floor. I don't have a problem getting a record for the most votes for speaker you too. Thank you all. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't see how a few people, maybe it's five, maybe it's twenty, sit because they want a gavel that they can't earn by the conference of themselves. That would be interesting to me. That's not what the constituents voted him for. I mean, I think he holds the record for probably, you know, looking like he's crying on the inside just after John Boehner. I mean, you know, if we thought, I mean, if we thought Boehner was a wuss, what's this guy look like? This guy, this guy, as, as a member of the LGBTQ community, I'm going to say it. He's what we call a turbo bottom. (laughs) (laughs) He's what we call a closeted turbo bottom. He, 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 He's talking about how he's not going to let Matt Gates do stupid, do stupid things and, and have undue influence, and then he's and then he pretty much lets Matt Gates and Margie Green basically ride roughshod over him. I mean, he's so small; he had to prep himself up when he showed up and looked at the guy with the mask and said, "Are you sick?" You know, it's like, "Ooh, a little bit of bullying will inflate my balls." You know, like. Zavin, thank you so much for bringing that up because I was going to bring that up and I it just didn't seem as relevant. But it was like, what a dick! It's like, so coy. and and wh- like, what a bizarre insult! Like, yeah. oh, you want to wear a mask? Oh, I'm gonna not only point it out, but then also say something like, like, like making a fart face. Like, ew, are you sick? Yeah. Like after we just went through a goddamn global pandemic. I'm sorry, yeah. That that really I'm glad so glad you brought that up because that rubbed me the never wrong seen way. that. Like, never seen anybody me. sick. You know, how dare you're sick, you're weak ass man. I mean <laughs> or like, <laughs> that where he's in a crowd full of people who don't believe COVID is real. So he probably is wearing a mask to attempt to protect himself from a whole bunch of people who aren't right. wearing masks. And if he is sick, he's doing the right thing by covering his face in a room full of people. Like what about that is insult worthy? In these video excerpts, we can see Montana Congressman Matt Rosendale use his Maryland roots to go completely off topic during the nominating process. And then later, when he makes a spectacle of himself during the speaker vote. I made a living developing property. And as many of you probably know, it takes a while to take a piece of ground from bare earth to to a community. And my mother, God rest her soul, came out to one of my projects. And I had just opened it up and It had been two years since the time I had bought the property. And by the time we went out, I had a nice entrance built and the streets were built and the street lights were there and they were just starting to build homes. And she said, my goodness, Matthew, you must really, really be pleased to finally see your project coming up out of the ground. And I said, No, mom, actually, I'm pleased that everyone else can see it because I sold it two years ago when I first walked out there. Well, I have a vision for this place 
that we can restore regular order so that each of us may have the ability to represent our districts and our constituents equally as we move through this process. Rosendale. Kevin. Hearn. Hearn. <laughs> I mean, talk about an exercise in futility. I mean, that was just, this was, I think that first clip was from the ninth vote and that second clip was from the 12th vote. So this is basically just everybody getting on TV as much as possible to try and make, I presume, was some kind of a point. He well, said, I, I, I saw with an L instead of I saw. <laughs> no, ma'am, mama, I saw it ahead of time. <laughs> ah, <laughs> ah. <laughs> I'm listening to the guy going, well, wait a minute. So you took a forest to knock it all down. I, I'm seeing what's happening to climate change and how many people are going to get asthma because you wanted to make a profit. I, I'm not sure that was the greatest, I, you know. My thoughts exactly, Ward. I was like, so you're looking at Congress like a field you want to clear cut and then make it a parking lot? I don't understand the metaphor. <laughs> These guys with business metaphors and sports metaphors, I, I, it would be funny as a as a rule, but when you realize their grammar is totally off, it would like break an AI. Even the AI is going, what? Oh, conquering these people is going to be conquering this plant's going to be easy. I'd say that comment was a double, maybe a triple, Josh. <laughs> Clearly a home run. <laughs> With people like that, I wonder why I'm wasting my time not trying to scam people. There's so many idiots out there. You know how much money I would make? But instead, now I have to be virtuous. I don't know. Why do you think I'm doing this podcast? I'm trying to find as many idiots as possible. And, and basically get inside their heads and break them. Our uh, <laughs> <arr>, heads. <laughs> the 14th House Speaker vote was the happiest Kevin McCarthy has looked since getting beaten multiple times by someone who is not a dominatrix. <laughs> In this clip, we can see North Carolina Congressman Patrick McHenry try to add some levity to what feels like the millionth vote. And even his colleagues on his own side of the aisle are tired of the bullshit. Madam Clerk, it's been a long week. And a lot of attention has been place, uh, placed uh, upon us here in the House. But then again, I state that to the most famous woman in Washington this week. That was a better, it was a better joke as written, actually, than delivered. But I want to start by thanking the men and women who make this House run from the janitorial staff, to the parliamentarians, to the doorkeepers, to the sergeant of arms, to the Capitol Police officers, to the men and women that make this institution run, we thank you. This day, and a source of charity, we'd even thank the Capitol Press Corps for sitting on floors. 
That, too, was actually funnier on, on the paper than how it delivered. I don't know why you asked me to do this, Kevin. Probably to make Kevin look a little more likable, I think. I mean, that was definitely, like, 30-second comic on the open mic sign-up sheet energy. <laughs> that, that's an insult to the 30-second comic on the open mic energy, dude. <laughs> I don't know, man. He got he got a pretty killer applause break there. I think any one of us would have would have killed for that uh, when we were doing open mic comedy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just enough for him to try it all again. Uh, so this is a guy who, who who's written stuff is so bad that like he should do more crowd work. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, these guys are sort of trying to be throwbacks to the old days when they would turn and say, you know, my good friend, the congressperson from so-and-so, can you see any Democrat turning to Marjorie Taylor Greene and saying, my good friend? No. Nope. I wouldn't take credit for that. <laughs> he, he would say good set to somebody who didn't even go up yet. <laughs> <laughs> He'd ask someone who, who who's never done it before if you want to ho- if they want to host. <laughs> hey, you've got a good head 10 head. minutes right you can headline yeah <laughs> did you see all the old people struggling to get up to it was funny to watch but oh we have to stand again like at church <laughs> <laughs> hey hey they're in a protected class be careful i'm in there too <laughs> <laughs> Me too. It's just that Asian so reason. That makes it, <laughs> that makes it all okay now. Hey, I'm in so that bracket. So scarily enough, forty five, forty three, and cute. <laughs> in this clip, Virginia Congressman Bob Good tries hard to outdo Patrick McHenry's even feeble attempt at jokes during the speaker nomination process only to result in an epic fail. I was out in the southeast balcony here just a few moments ago, looking out at the Supreme Court, looking at the flag flying above this Capitol building, looking at the Jefferson and Madison, both Virginians, by the way, libraries of Congress, and pausing to do what probably most of us recognize we fail too often to do, to take it in, this high privilege, this distinct honor that we have to be the people's representatives from our respective districts in this house here in this Congress. This is the greatest nation in the history of the world. With all of our imperfections and all of our uh, you know, imperfections as people and as a nation, no nation in the history of the world has freed more people, has rescued more people, has ministered to more people, has evangelized more people than the United States of America. And that would be a good time to respond with some applause. There's a reason why people from all over the world are trying to get into this country. And at this moment, I'm trying to figure out why. Uh, I don't know where to start with that. I mean, oh, God, it's like, oh, I'm trying to think of a way to say something without potentially getting us all killed. Can you, can you say evangelize and freed in the same sentence? Isn't that just a paradox? I know he's basically asking for an applause break for the Crusades. It's like we, we free people from slavery. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, really, yeah. You put that in the first place. You know? Exactly. Devine. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like we free people from slavery only to force them into socioeconomic slavery, which forces while shoving CBN down their throats on Sundays. 
and get the Voting Rights Act. Yay! <laughs> you may you may not have any more voting rights, but you will have an unlimited supply of rubber Jesus chicken from Chick Fil A. Not on Sundays. Sorry. Oh, the irony. <laughs> You're free to carry your AR-15 into any supermarket you like. And now I want my cookie. <laughs> okay, asking for an applause break. Like, do you think that he also like asks his children for very specific like Christmas presents and birthday presents? Like, not another tie for Father's Day. Like, now would be a great time to buy Dad <laughs> a flashlight, <laughs> a dildo. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Please don't give me another tie because that way I won't be tempted into hanging myself after another speech like this. As long as he bites a lemon. (laughs) 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 Oh, we'll go ahead and move right on. During the early votes for speaker, Florida Congressman Matt Gates said he trusted Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan in the role. Spoken as someone who has never wrestled for a school. In this video, Matt Gates uses what's known as a rarity for his ilk, appearance on a legitimate news network, in this case MSNBC, to discuss the lack of particulars about his deal with Kevin McCarthy. Yeah, I have no objection to that, but it was largely released to the conference and to the country when you saw the appointments of the committees. I mean, when you see now which members populate the key committees, you are in essence observing that agreement. When you see the schedule for floor votes on Dr. Gosar's legislation, you see that agreement. I can tell you, we also have a commitment to have a vote on term limits, something that's popular in every zip code in America, except Washington, D.C. We have a commitment for a budget resolution Mm -hmm. to roll back to 2022 spending levels. We, uh, you know, secured those things i think they're well, critically me, important but congressman gates let me let me follow up on this and respectfully so what it sounds like you're saying is some of the ingredients of this are you're saying coming out and everyone the public the voters your constituents in florida should take your or the government's word for it and that's really different than releasing a dated piece of material that explains what are the four corners of what your colleague congresswoman mace and others have called a secret agreement why not have and you guys were driving this why not have you and your colleagues who negotiated it just release what was agreed to at the time in writing again i I have no objection to that i don't know that i still have a copy because we were able to resolve a lot of these things with committee appointments with the floor schedule on the votes and with the packet passage of the rules package remember that was the thing that mccarthy originally said was his red line he said he would never go to a one-member motion to vacate he said that to me directly you you don't to his great credit he ultimately agreed to that the thing you say you're proud of and that you won you just didn't keep a copy of I know it, Ari. I'm here telling it to you. It's the release of the January 6th footage, the 14,000 hours. It's the legislation we've discussed. There's there's no grave secret. There's no big reveal coming later. You can see in the people, in the rules that we've passed, and in the bills that we've scheduled for votes, that this is our Republican plan, and okay. I'm really proud well, of it. Josh, being in Florida right now, I am sure you have some thoughts on one of uh, Florida's finest. Oh, boy. Where to begin? You know, it's funny, even down here. But yeah, remember, I'm in South Florida, so it's like sort of potty trained a little bit. (laughs) Okay, there's like some normal people around here. It's like Matt Gates is like the walking epitome of every stereotype of a used car salesman and the Florida man handle on Twitter embodied in living flesh and bone. 
I just there are days when I'm just lost for words with that guy. I'm just trying to figure out is he Beavis or is he Butthead? It's one of the two. I think it's a horrific scientific experiment and he's now both. I mean, I'm I'm convinced of that. He's lucky he looks like if Joe McHale and Jim Carrey had a baby together. But... <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a plastic surgery experiment gone wrong, like he was thinking about transitioning, but then he ran out of money. He may go down in history as the only politician to show his compromat all over the congressional floor. I mean, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> this guy really should just like hide. I, I, you know, I can't imagine out there showing his face because it just compounds his errors. I have a feeling at night he sit, you know, when you talked about compromise, I think he and a lot of these guys just sit at night alone masturbating a picture of Orban and Putin. <laughs> hey, don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, what's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> to sum up, during his first speech, after finally being elected speaker, Kevin McCarthy said, this chamber is now open for all Americans to visit. That speech was made in the waning minutes of January 6th. That's probably the last thing you want to say on such a day, commemorating violent Trump supporters literally trying to break into the Capitol. From now on, every restaurant host has license to tell Kevin McCarthy, sorry, sir, but I can't seat you until all 218 members of your party are here. <laughs> early, <in the> nomination. <laughs> early in the nomination process, Republican conference chair and New York Congresswoman Elise Stefanik claimed that the House will go in a new direction with Kevin McCarthy as speaker. That proved true as it has since plunged off a cliff and into the depths of hell. <laughs> and on that note, that's our show. I want to thank Abby Mello, Ward Morrow, Devine Kerr, and Joshua Postel. But before we go, my final thought. In the early days of my adulthood, as the global war on terror was starting, my parents told me, remember, in the event of a natural catastrophe, be negative. That's not your blood type. That's what we want you to do for a coping technique. <laughs> I was saddened to hear of the passing of actor and comedian Richard Belzer. I admired the man. He died at age 78, which is impressive when you consider that as a New York and L.A. comedian, he tended to age quicker than the rest of his fellow man. So when you hear he was 78, in comedian years, he was over 300 years old. <laughs> I can think of many other comedians who I would rather see die than Richard Belzer. Unfortunately, I'm not able to fit every one of them into one episode as allowed in the allotted time space given to me by IPM Nation and Odyssey Radio even if I talk as fast as the guy from the Micro Machines commercials in the 1980s. <laughs> thus, thus, I finally have a new reason to ask you to subscribe to the Patreon. There is a silver lining. Richard Belzer went out the way we all want to go out, following Raquel Welch. <laughs> there is one positive thing so far about this year. I learned that penguins exchange rocks for sex. So now I know the origin for the expression, get your rocks off. <laughs> Good night. Good night. 
This episode was written and hosted by Tom Myers with panelists Abby Mello, Ward Morrow, Devine Kerr, and Joshua Postel. Theme music, composed and arranged by Euron Vandenherick. Executive producers, Tom Myers, Matt Connerton for IPM Nation, and Eddie Carson for Odyssey Radio. Please leave a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast's Patreon for extended episodes, bonus clips, and more. Thank you for listening, and please visit TomMyers.us. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. If you want to listen to more of this episode, go ahead and subscribe to my Patreon. There you can get extended versions of episodes like this one, as well as bonus clips. You can even listen to regular episodes without all these pesky little ads through which you have to fast forward. Doesn't really cost that much. Plans as low as $1 a month. Go to patreon.com slash Tom Myers, spelled M-Y-E-R-S. Show the love, subscribe, show your support today. That's patreon.com slash Tom Myers. Hi everyone. I'm Orb. I am not the official spokesperson for Oddly Funny Productions. That's A-W-D-L-Y Funny Productions. A-A-Ron is tied up right now. Shut up, I'll untie you in a minute. Here at Oddly, we're producing some great shows. Bombing Run, where comedians compete to see who's Joker Race. And Orb's Wacky World, a talk show with a mix of comedy, uncomfortable questions, and music hosted by yours truly. When you think of comedy, think of Oddly Funny Productions. That's A-W-D-L-Y, Funny Productions. Now how do I get out of here? Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now.